always enjoy our conversations with Sophia Minerts on Wednesdays here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. And Sophia, not shockingly, we do have a food-related question we do want to ask you, but the Brewers have been incredibly active in the trade market over the last couple of days, so we will start there. Of the three <laughs> of the three veterans that they brought in, uh, which one are you most excited about? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to say um, Andrew Chafin because we have not met him yet. He's going to meet the team in Milwaukee. Um, he's been in the league a long time. He's coming from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, I've heard he is a beauty of a personality. Um, so I'm just I'm looking forward to meeting him. And I think, you know, this, this is a team that's built on, on pitching and defense. And to add another lefty, a veteran, I think he'll be a really nice compliment to Hobie Milner. He has tons of experience. So I think he'll just be a, a really good piece. And personally, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to know him just from, some, for, from what some of the other players have told me about him. Sophia, so is the philosophy, there were no big splash signings, but is the philosophy... Look, let's let's find the right combination in the field and at the plate and get these pitchers healthy, and then we can make a run at it. Is that kind of the philosophy? Yeah, you know, I think they did kind of exactly what they set out to do, and that was like add, you know, veteran pieces, quality players um, that give them hopefully, you know, more consistent production when you're talking about Carlos Santana at first base and you're talking about Mark Hanna, who can play the corner outfield, can play a little bit first, can DH, that's where we saw him last night, um, at, at two positions that, quite frankly, they've been looking for more consistency. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about that, and I think these are guys that help extend your lineup. Um, I think hopefully get on base more. Um, there's some power there with Carlos Santana, great defense there with him as well. Um, we've seen that the first couple of days that he's been here. And then I think, um, you know, Matt Arnold told us that with, with Patrick Chafin, they, they did have to be a little bit more aggressive in the relievers market after Justin Wilson's injury. That was an arm that they were hopeful that they could count on, and, and he ultimately uh, suffered a really unfortunate injury, warming up to come into a game after Tommy John rehab. So that was a really tough break for him. So I think – Overall, they've they've added pieces to areas where where you want depth. Um, for Craig Council, he said he feels like he's got good choices now. It gives him flexibility with the lineup. So I think you know if, if you're a Brewers fan, I think you you've got to be pretty happy that they addressed some of those needs. I, I, I like the I'm, I'm with you by the way. I'm super excited for Chafin just because he seems like a character, and that seems like he's going to be really fun in that clubhouse. But offensively, yeah, I think that they have some flexibility, and I feel like they've asked a whole heck of a lot of Joey Weimer this year, and you know he's had his ups, he's had his downs, but taking a little bit of pressure off him I don't think is a bad thing, because they've talked about Freelich playing center field, and you know Weimer can work in there, still get some, some DH uh, appearances. Same thing with Rowdy. like He doesn't have to rush back. He doesn't have to be that power bat in the middle because of what they have in Santana. So I love the flexibility that they have, plus you can take some pressure off the younger players you have. I think that's an ancillary benefit of some of this. Yeah, and I think it also gives you more. I think all of that is true, Gabe. And I, I think um, also just what you can do with the DH spot, right? We've seen William Contreras in there a lot. I think that opens up some days for Christian Yelich to DH as well, um, because then you could get Joey and Sal and and Canna in there. Don't forget, you know, Brian Anderson is on a rehab assignment right now. He's with 
Nashville. He's getting a couple games in from the back injury. They've been without him the second half. So he's hopefully coming back. Um, so, look, I think you just want more quality major league options. Uh, you want to lengthen your lineup. You want to feel like you have tough outs up and down the lineup. And I think they feel like they've done that by adding, you know, the two veteran guys with, with Santana and Canna. And Canna specifically has some really good on-base numbers. How close is uh, Woodruff? Well, he had a great night last night. Uh, it was Last night was a big step for him. He uh, pitched in AAA for the first time. It was four and two-thirds for him, three runs. But I think the big number to take away is 72 pitches. Um, I think that's really encouraging for him to get into the fifth, um, you know, run into a little bit of trouble, get the pitch count up to 72. So he's going to rejoin the team in Milwaukee. They're going to just kind of get their eyes on him, talk to him, see how he feels. But, you know, Woody had told us before that start that, he, if everything goes well, like he's going to push for that next start to be on a major league mound in Milwaukee. Um, so it's possible that we could see him as soon as this homestand. I think with the pitch count, he's in a pretty good spot. You know, they've, they've said that kind of all along is they're not going to put him out there and, and compromise the rest of the rotation. And they need him, you know, somewhat stretched out. So I think this is pretty much where you would be, like coming out of spring training, and that's what they've wanted for him in terms of that kind of buildup. So – from what we've heard, it's, it sounds like everyone's really encouraged, and it sounds like, um, again, no decision has formally been made, but sounds like it, it could be uh, as soon as this week. Is there anything else that we're missing, Sophia, before we move on to sandwich talk? <laughs> I think we've, we've covered the important stuff. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Chris Carlin of ESPN Radio gave five tenants of what he feels is an important sandwich. Um I mean, I, mean I, I just want to hear, let's go ahead and play Chris again so everybody can kind of hear, you know, his take on, on the five important components of the sandwich. And I'm just curious if, if you agree with his take. I got to tell you, late in the day, I saw this, I was cranky, and man, this set me off. Most Americans believe the perfect sandwich comes with cheddar. Yep, absolutely. How about tomato? Sure. Ham? Ham is disgusting. You know where ham comes from? Ham comes from the ass, and frankly, it kind of tastes like it. I will take a pass, thank you. There are five tenets to the perfect sandwich. Number one, meat. Chicken or turkey, that's it. Mutton? Take a lap. Number two, only one condiment. Don't overload, and no ketchup. This isn't a burger. Number three, acceptable cheeses. Cheddar, American, Monterey or Pepper Jack, or provolone or mozzarella. Get that Swiss out of here. Number four, must-have bacon. I don't have to explain this. And finally, number five, bread or a wrap? Dealer's choice. You do you, boo. You want lettuce and tomato? Go ahead, but that's not a tenant. Meanwhile, if you want ham, don't bother leaving a comment. Five tenants of a sandwich, Sophia. Do you agree with those tenants? Yeah, strong takes. Um, Very strong takes. Um, uh, Okay, I... I agree. I don't like ham. Um, I prefer to skip the cheese. I really like no cheese. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. No cheese on the sandwich. Is that a healthy thing or I, a taste thing, Sophia? Um, mostly like an intolerance thing. Like I, I do like cheese, but I, I just sort of prefer it without cheese. Okay, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Don't have to dig any further on that um, one. Yep, yep. Just prefer it without cheese. Um, and let's see here. Oh, the ketchup. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like ketchup. Only belongs on burgers. Um, 
I think the rest I, I pretty much agreed with. So we have been trying to for a year, and, and I understand if you haven't had an opportunity to try anything Ashton makes on the Rots Hots Mobile because, well, well <laughs> you're pretty busy during the summer when he is also busy out and about. But we have been trying, his one-year anniversary of the food truck is coming up on Sunday, and we have been trying for almost a year to actually get a food menu item that represents our show on his truck. So, Ashton, Ooh. read off the ingredients. So we, again, we've been trying, and we're really bad at follow-through on this show, just as a general you know, tenant of our show. We come up with these ideas, never follow through. So we're actually trying to push through. Uh, Ashton, read some of the ingredients that we have decided to put on the JGC grinder that we want to put on the uh, Rots Hots food truck. Uh, we've got roast beef. We've got it has to be a white cheese, according yeah. to Chewy. Chewy's Chewy's out apparently. I don't on like yellow cheese. The yellow cheese, so yeah. we have to make sure it's a white cheddar or a white American. Shredded lettuce, diced tomatoes, possibly pickles, and then either horseradish mayo or uh, rot sauce, which is a mustard horseradish base. Uh, and I believe it has to be on some sort of roll or grinder. French bread probably was, will be the solution. What do you that think of that? Sandwich? All right. Yeah, but that, yeah, that sounds that sounds delicious. Just minus the cheese for me. But other than that, add to cart. Okay. I'm, I'm in. Let's send it to the lab. All right. We we. I mean, yeah. if if we ever sounds get you great. in the studio, you know, we'll, we'll try to. We'll if you ever want to come into the studio on you know during a homestand, uh, Sophia, we'll we'll try to. We'll try to include you in the taste testing because I think <laughs> I, I feel like we're actually building momentum to try to get this sandwich on the food truck. I think I think it sounds great, and I think you guys should have a signature sandwich. Yeah, it's it's simple, right? Like representing our yeah, show. Sure, it's just we've been terrible about getting it on there. Yeah, you guys have, not me, not my fault at all, for sure. Well, we've thrown a thousand ideas at Ashton, and like none of them have actually been that serious. Do you have any like outside of work? Are how how are you on responding to emails, Sophia? Because I'm sure you're like your your day is busy. Are you good on the follow through? I try to be. I try to be within like twenty four hours. Um, it just doesn't always happen, but I, I yeah, I try to be within twenty four hours. I think when it comes to food, though, we're we're pretty passionate because we follow through on the snake sausage. We did and, follow through on the snake sausage. Uh, the when crickets. it comes to food, we're pretty good. The yeah. crickets. Yeah, we did. We did the hot the sauce peeps. taste testing. The yeah. peeps. Yeah. So when it comes to food, we've we've done an all right job. All right, Sophia, we, we appreciate it. We, we appreciate the endorsement for what we hope soon becomes the JGC Grinder on the Rots Hots food truck. Um, you know, We look forward to seeing you on TV later today, Brewers in, in D.C. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Again, Brewers, D.C., 12.05 first pitch. Is Ashton going to follow through? Yeah. Oh, of course he is. I, again, I feel like we just never really gave him an actual direction. The fact that we've given him a couple of different I, I, options where he can now play around and come back with yeah. a couple of different sandwiches yeah, for us to actually taste Very, test. very skeptical of roast beef on the grill. I, I just. Why are you skeptical of that? Because I don't think it, well, roast to, beef is meant to be heated up. I don't think it's meant to be put on a grill. Yeah, what do grills do usually to food? They, they heat it up. Nah. But it's just a flat top. I'm just saying. All right. Well, let, let, let's... Like, what's a steakum? It's a thin steak. But that's not roast beef. Correct. That's yeah, you can't. Me. No, roast beef on the grill will not work. You, okay. It won't work. It's, it's gonna. It has to work, and it's going to work. You said you have an oven. Yeah, but that disrupts You make it like flow. an open face. I'm telling you. I think we got to trust the professional in this all situation. Right. Yeah, one day, if you actually come to the truck when it's busy, you'll see how we don't have time to do all that sometimes. I tried.
I've been into the truck. What do you mean? The truck was out at the lake. That's not idiot. the same. It's not the same. Yes, it is. I mean, it's not the same. You said he hasn't been to the truck. He, I mean, he finally listened to me. We, we've got a picture of him in the truck. Yes. He finally Literally listened to me truck. to get rid of the cone witch or whatever it was no, called. No, that there was the it was just for varying factors the cone had to go. It was a popular item but not popular enough. And then I told you to call up Milwaukee Pretzel Company and get the buns, now, which you did. Which I have don't been a recall that being your hit. call. It is a Benny Humongous I hit. I have the audio. Love, and we love our friends I, at Milwaukee I Pretzel Company. <laughs> you have Jack. You know what? <laughs> I thought you were going to say it there. I'm not going to lie. I might have allowed it. <laughs> have to go to confession. That one you have that, to confess. That one I have to that confess. That one you have to confess. Okay, that's fair. That's very fair. 